It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. There are a lot of trade rumors right now circulating around Zach Levine. And I just want to ask everybody this question before we dive into today's show. Should the Knicks trade for Zach Levine? Type T for trade, type P for pass. Let me know what you think. Sham Sharanya of The Athletic is reporting that the Chicago Bulls are open to the idea of trading Zach Levine. How does that apply to the Knicks? Well, the Knicks have shown interest in Zach Levine dating back to really the past couple of years, and there's always been this thought out there that the Knicks would entertain a trade for Levine. So we're going to break down on today's show if it makes sense for Leon Rose to finally pull the trigger on a trade for a star in this league. Shams tweeted the other day that it is developing that NBA teams are probing the availability of Bulls two-time All-Star Levine, and there is increased openness from both sides about exploring a trade. And really, this has been going on for a couple of weeks at this point. Chicago Bulls have gotten off to a rocky start in this season. And just another, really, just a little bit more gas on the fire right here. Zach Levine, he changed his Twitter bio. He used to include, well, Seeps, just come on and tell the people. I got my boy Patrick Seaman on the show with us today. He is the host of the Chicago Bulls Report. Also, the sidekick on Knicks Now, Seeps. What is going on with Zach Levine, man? Yeah, so this actually happened today. Levine normally has, you know how like each team has like their hashtag and everything? Yep. So the Bulls hashtag was hashtag Bulls Nation. Levine decided to take it out today. And also, after the Bulls lost to the Magic last night, Levine was wearing an L.A. hat. Just some shady stuff going around. I think it's uh, almost guaranteed that he is not on the Bulls in probably a couple months. Really? Yeah, I think it's a lock. I mean, he's also, there's a report that came out, he's not over the benching from last year when Billy Donovan sat him on the bench when he was 1 of 15. Seems like the Bulls are done with Levine. Seems like the Levine is obviously for sure done with the Bulls after this uh, kind of diva move, I would say, by, you know, number eight. Jeez. And it just, how, it wasn't long ago that the Bulls were the number one seed in the Eastern Conference with Zach Levine, Lonzo Ball, and DeMar DeRozan. But here they are now. Seeps, we are big guys, or we were big fans of Zach Levine. You've watched almost every Bulls game this season. Look, I don't want to judge completely by the box score here, but the stats don't look good for Levine. Is it different from the play on the court, or are the box scores and percentages really a good representation of the lack of success he's had this year? Yeah, I mean, Levine throughout his career, he's been shooting, what, for the past four years, at least near 40% from downtown. This year, he just doesn't have it, shooting the three-point rock. Um, it seems like he just has been very disengaged with the offense in Chicago, and it seems like 
whenever there's like a good shot to take, he doesn't want to take it. Whenever there's a bad shot to take where it's like three seconds left in the shot clock, dude's in his face. He loves taking his patented kind of step back jumper. But overall, his game, it's just, he's just been bad. I don't know if it's just him missing shots or just him just not having the best feel this year. I mean, in 2020 and 2021, he shot 42% from three. Then it went from 42 to 39. Then 39 to 37 and a half. Now down to 33%. I also want to focus in on the assist numbers. See, in 2020, he averaged 4.9 assists. Then it went down to 4.5. Then 4.2. And now 3.0. Why why has he been able to not be successful this year? Is it just he's not connected? He doesn't want to be there? It's, it's, it's a little bit weird to me because when you talk about Levine, you talk about a guy that has always bordered on that 50, 40, 90 type, type of player. He's always been efficient and just not this year. 40% from the field, last year 48 and a half, the year before that 48, the year before that 50. It's just, not, it's just not working for him right now. Yeah, and the thing we always wanted, like from a Bulls fan's perspective, we were always like, you got to up your defensive just overall intensity, also become a better playmaker because he is so talented offensively at all three levels. This year, he's playing a lot of off-ball, and he's just, again, he doesn't feel engaged in the offense. It just kind of feels like he's kind of standing, kind of loafing around. And, again, I don't know if this is just because he's not hitting shots. Like, obviously, we know, you know, playing basketball, even if it's at your local L.A. fitness, like, if you're not hitting shots and you're just off, you're just not going to be as engaged. I don't know if that's a little bit to do with it, but then again, if that is the case, toughen up a little bit. Like, you're going to miss shots. Like, you got to find other ways to impact the game. I mean, even in the first week of the season, seeps. I mean, you know the quote better than me, but he pretty much said, we're all kind of expecting that if things doesn't turn around here after three games, that one of us is going to be traded. Talking about him, Vucevic, and DeMar DeRozan. That's got to weigh on you as a player. And just to kind of bring it full circle back to the Knicks, we were both in agreement that adding a guy like Zach Levine to Jalen Brunson could have really made the Knicks a, I would say, legit fight conference finals contenders yep but honestly with the hot hot start to rj barrett who i'm glad he's proven me wrong and kind of the ice cold start to zach levine i don't know if i want zach levine on the knicks anymore and plus like defensively the dude just does not care for that side of the basketball floor obviously if tom thibodeau if there's any coach that could get him to kind of buy in it's probably a guy like tibbs but i mean in terms of rj or levine march i probably know my answer to this one I'll ask everybody watching right now, if you had to pick a player for the New York Knicks, who would it be? Is it R.J. Barrett? Is it Zach Levine? I want to hear from all of you in the comments section. Look, in the summer, I wanted Zach Levine. But you know what? It's awesome about this job I got. I can change my opinion. Give me R.J. Broadway Barrett. I'm rocking with him. Type the initials of the guy you want to see on the Knicks going forward. Coming up next, there is a report that Zach Levine's camp does still not want to play for the New York Knicks. Not Zach Levine, but his camp being Rich Paul and Clutch Sports. We'll break that down. But first, I got to give a huge shout out to today's sponsor, Prize Picks. Go to prizepicks.com slash CLNS. Use the promo code CLNS and start playing the number one daily fantasy sports app in North America. It's daily fantasy made easy. How easy? All you do is you create a lineup of two to six players, and you just simply choose more or less under projected stat total. NBA, NFL, college football, college basketball. My lineup I'm rolling with for Thursday night football. I'm going to go with more passing yards for Joe Burrow. I'm going to go more passing yards for Lamar Jackson, and I'm also going to roll with more rushing yards for Lamar Jackson. This is going to be my lineup for Thursday night. You can roll with my picks, or you could fade my picks. 
Just play Prize Picks at PrizePicks.com/CLNS. Promo code CLNS. That link will be clickable down in the comments and description of today's video. So there was a report that came out over the summer, and it resurfaced today thanks to Stefan Bondi, who now works for the New York Post. And he is reporting that Levine's camp still doesn't want Levine to be traded for the Knicks. Seeps, was this yesterday, Zach Levine and Rich Paul hanging out? What, what, what's going on here? I, I'm a little bit confused. They're all wearing their big clutch shirts. They look like buddy buddies. They're already talking about the big three of LeBron yep. James, Anthony Davis, and Zach Levine. Yeah, so this was actually earlier this week on Tuesday. Um, the United Center, they host some of the best college basketball teams in the entire country. They come play there. They play a little two-game set. And courtside, of course, it's this guy, Zach Levine and Rich Paul, wearing the big clutch sweatshirts I mean they just got that little smug look on their face where it's like hey they know he's probably gonna end up in LA I mean you know they're talking about it absolutely and honestly good because I don't want the Knicks to make a bad move here and I would have wanted them to make the trade in the summer I do think though if he got traded in the summer the Knicks it would have been a different start for him this year yeah. it always just comes back to CAA versus clutch sports yeah. Rich Paul he doesn't like Leon Rose Leon Rose he doesn't like Rich Paul. It all comes back to LeBron James. LeBron entered the league. He was repped by Leon Rose and World Wide West, as you know, were members of the Knicks front office. And then he left CAA, created Clutch Sports, and now there's just a big agency off. And look, I understand that Rich Paul may not want him to play for the Knicks. I don't want him to play for the Knicks at this point anymore either, Steve. But I would say this. If you are an agent and you represent a player why would you not want them to play with the Knicks, the 100%. biggest media capital in the world, the biggest, the, the biggest and the best arena in the world? I don't care what Victor Wembanyama says. You're going to get the most exposure there, but at the end of the day, it's LeBron James sports, not yeah. clutch sports. And so. you know LeBron's in his ear. You know Levine is probably in his ear. They've probably already talked about it behind the scenes that we don't know about, about getting Levine to Los Angeles. And, I mean, think about who had the report the other day. Sham Sharanya. Who is Sham Sharania puppet for? LeBron yeah. James. So I think you're on to some. I think uh, Zach Levine, if dealt, could be a member of the Lakers. We're going to close out today's show just running through the stats, and I'll give you some more thoughts I have on the Knicks versus Hawks game last night. But first, I just want to say thank you. Thank you to everybody that has subscribed to the channel, Knicks Now by Chat Sports. We've got free content every day on the latest Knicks news and rumors. We go live on game days, we do watch parties. I think we're pretty damn good at it. And we just crossed over 29,000 subscribers on the channel. I remember doing videos on this channel with 100, 150 subscribers. The fact that we're at 29,000 subscribers is pretty damn cool. So for me, Seeps, everybody at Chat Sports, we just want to say thank you. And if you haven't yet, there's room on the bandwagon. You can come hop on, subscribe for free Knicks content every day. So the Knicks did beat the Atlanta Hawks last night, 116 to 114 and it was really a game of like spurts and moments the Knicks came out in that first quarter they dominated they went up 13 then the Hawks they owned the second quarter we went to halftime it was a one-point game then in the third quarter kind of a little bit back and forth then you go into the fourth quarter and the Knicks are down seven points with five minutes and 20 seconds to go but in that last five minutes and 20 seconds the Knicks turned it on. An area they struggled last year was in those clutch time situations. Less than five minutes to go in a game, and the point differential is five or less. In that situation last night, the Knicks were 7-9 from the field and zero turnovers. And this guy right here, Julius Randle, he had three assists in the final five minutes. Look, 
I'm sometimes the president of the Julius Randle Hate Club and the Julius Randle Trade Club. But I can call a spade a spade. And the way he's played basketball over the last five games is extremely encouraging. 29, 10, and 8, 50% from the field, 60% from downtown. He looked like the best player on the floor last night. He was impactful. He was getting downhill. He was putting pressure on the rim. He just wasn't settling for that baby jumper or the step back three. When Julius is aggressive downhill, he's a different player. And there was one play that I want to highlight. Late in that game, Jalen Brunson had the ball on the left wing. He drives baseline, and he hits a little left-hand scoop pass to a cutting Julius Randle. When the fuck have we ever seen Julius Randle cut off ball to the cup? It was beautiful. Very proud of the way number 30 has played. Rough start to the season. Good to see him bounce back. Jalen Brunson was good and active in that first quarter. But after that, he kind of struggled until that final five minutes. And he turned it on and really was captain clutch once again for this basketball team. Brunson finished with 24 points, eight assists. If you look at the game... If you didn't watch the game, excuse me, you just look at the box score, you're like, man, Jalen Brunson was on fire. And to be honest with you, I didn't think he played all that well. I just thought he wasn't processing the game well and making great decisions. But at the end of the day, when you shoot 6 of 10 from 3, and you have 10 fourth quarter points and a couple of dimes in those last five minutes, that makes up for the prior kind of bad 30 minutes. Overall, though, Brunson got it done, and he was a big part of this win. Also, Mitchell Robinson, again, was dominant in the New York Knicks win. 15 rebounds. For Mitch, he was good on defense. He was good on offense. He had this one play where it was a back-to-back -back possession. Got a steal on defense. Had an alley-oop offensive rebound. The dude is special right now, and in my opinion, he's a top-10 center in this league, and I don't think I can be convinced that he is not. Love seeing Quentin Grimes be a little bit more active in the game last night. Obviously, R.J. Barrett did not play again. Second missed game due to a migraine, and it's cool to see Quentin Grimes get 10 shots off. 3-7 of seven from downtown. Man, the release continues to get quicker and quicker from QG. And if you're going to leave him open in that left corner, he's going to make you pay. He was the number one three-point shooter in the association last year from that left corner. And he's picking up where he left off 43% last night from deep. It was cool to see Grimes get hot. Emmanuel quickly, he had a stinker on Monday night. But that's the difference between year one and year two quickly compared to year four. Stinker Monday didn't let, him, let it affect his game going forward. And he showed up and he showed out. On Wednesday night, 20 points and four dimes off the bench, over 54% from the field and 60% from downtown. Josh Hart did what Josh Hart did, man. That wasn't just a textbook Josh Hart game. Nine points, eight rebounds, five assists, made all the little plays, got on the floor, loose ball, hand in the passing lanes. He played really, really well. And you know what? Even though the Knicks did their best to try to choke that game last night, sometimes in the league, a win is a win, and you can't complain. And I'm happy and proud of the way that team played and was able to get a win on the road. And I'm pr pretty pumped up about it. F. Trey Young, as always, let's ride. We will be live on the channel Friday night. Another watch party, Knicks versus the Wizards. Make sure you are subscribed and tuned in. And if you made it this far in the show, that means you're a real one. So comment real one down below so I know who the real ones are.